Well, why don't we go to Robert Height, NHRA Funny Car winner here in the Freak Nation. This is two wins in a row. NHRA Funny Car pilot Robert Height joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Robert, I, I know you were too busy partying earlier, but I thought there was going to be a twofer with Joey Logano running with the same sponsor with AAA, you with AAA. I thought there was going to be a twofer uh, for AAA today in NASCAR and NHRA wins. That would have been pretty cool. Uh, I haven't even got to see or follow what's going on over there at the Auto Club 400. But, uh, you know, I'm always rooting for Joey Logano and the Auto Club car or uh, one of those Team Chevys. Well, Robert, let's talk about this, man. Coming out of the gate, it's it's tough enough to get on the track at Pomona and have any idea of where your car and your team is. But then you come to Phoenix, bro, and you knock out two in a row. What the hell's in your cereal, man? You have no idea how hard this is to do. I mean, winning one of these in this class in Funny Car, it's crazy. It's tough. Okay, I am mentally exhausted. You go up against some big guns all day long to get one of these wins. And now we've done it two weekends in a row. And and we're not getting lucky, okay? We're doing it on performance. So uh, this is pretty amazing. Uh, something that, like, if you'd have said, you know, three weeks ago that this, this was going to happen, I'd have, I'd have bet against it. But, uh, you know, this team is really doing well. We're on a roll. And, you know, I don't know that anybody's ever made this many runs in the 380s in a row. And uh, just, uh, you know, credit to Jimmy Proc, Chris Cunningham, and the whole group. But I'm pretty fortunate right now to be the driver of this Auto Club Chevy. Yeah, let's talk about that, because at least today was four straight 3-8 runs. You talked about being exhausted mentally. I'm sure you're exhausted physically. How do you keep yourself going? Because adrenaline can only take you so far. We've heard how different drivers do different diets on race day versus other days of the week. What does Robert Height do? Well, what I what I do, you know, I'm going to change because, you know, it's uh, the first two races of the year. We did get the job done, but by the end of the day, I'm ready to crash. And basically, you know, I eat a breakfast and then don't eat anything after that because you get in that race car and they cinch those belts down and you're so tight. And if you've been eating anything, you can't digest your food. It's just uncomfortable. So I just stay away from food. But I've got to change that. I've got to start eating some protein and then getting some stuff in my stomach, uh, you know, and I honestly, I think I'll, I'll perform even better. So your next sponsor will potentially be a smoothie maker. Bring them on. We got room. <laughs> I would love to see it. The official Robert Height smoothie. It's kale. It's celery. It's anything that doesn't fill them up in the day, but gives them energy. Yeah. And then, uh, Coors Light for the winter circle. Yeah, <laughs> That's my kind of smoothie. There we Bam. go. Coors Light smoothie. Only Robert. There you go. Hey, now you're that. thinking. Yeah, you know, there you go. Put some that guy. kale in the Put some kale in the smoothie with some Coors Light. Make you suffer everything. You might be onto yeah. something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm uh, Robert, I'm stunned. And, and I know the answer to this, but it's still crazy. You've had eight rounds, uh, less than four seconds around. What's that? Thirty-two seconds of competition, and you're exhausted. I'm, I'm, I know. What the it but right? <laughs> What it was. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, uh, just you know everything that goes along with it. You know, there's there's you're racing, uh, you know, Tasca and Paul Lee and John Force, sixteen-time champ. And then Hagen in the final, uh, that's enough to do anybody in. Yeah, and 
what's that like? You told us once that you shot rifles in the offseason. Do you still do that? Does, does that allow you to unwind a little bit, fire off a few rounds? Definitely. And uh, this week, if the weather's nice in Southern California, that's where I'm going to be. Trust me. Uh, blowing off a little steam. And uh, is oh, that in position wow. or just going out, blowing off steam? Just to uh, go out and, uh, you know, shoot some practice. Uh, unfortunately, there's not any competitions this off weekend. Some of our schedules kind of messed up with, with the shooting schedule. But uh, I'm going to sneak out as much as I can this year because it is a good release and uh, something, you know, to take your mind off this racing. And I also think that it, it keeps me sharp, you know, on at what I do with racing because you got to be focused. Only a funny car champion could <laughs> say that your schedule is off with rifle shooting <laughs> exactly you know i wish we were racing this next weekend when you're on a roll like this you don't want a weekend off okay you want to get right back to it and keep this momentum going how even you- with how exhausted you say you are i'll be fine in the morning trust me <laughs> <laughs> again nothing a little course like can't remedy that's right. <laughs> Can you explain? You guys are the most popular team in the NHRA. Can you explain exactly what's going on? And maybe not exactly, but what is going on behind the scenes? Let's say before your third elimination today, the third round, you are up against your boss, your father-in-law. What does go down in the pits as you guys are firing up both cars and you both are going for the win? Uh, there's there's not a lot of, you know, communication back and forth. It's almost like, you know, we put up a wall and, uh, you know, the may the best man win. We You know, he wants to beat me. I want to beat him. And so, you know, uh, all the other rounds, we kind of work together and help each other. But when we're racing, it's uh, it's, all, you know, each man for themselves. So, uh, you know, but he's also the first guy there to congratulate us when we win. Absolutely. And the top end is always entertaining, huh? Win or lose, oh, the top end is entertaining. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> hey, you know, if I could just race and let him do the interviews, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> hey, hi, you've been coming in here for almost a twenty our 22-year existence, buddy. Your interviewing skills have definitely improved. I give you a lot of props, buddy. Uh, thank you, but uh, just try to be myself. Uh, if I <laughs> if I were to try to be John Force, uh, that, that wouldn't go so well. Hey, talk about Phoenix versus Pomona. Is there much difference in your car setup with Southern California? Then you come out here to the desert, or is it pretty much identical? It's pretty close. You know, we tested here right before the Winter Nationals, and that went well. And honestly, I couldn't wait to get back to Phoenix because I knew, you know, how consistent and how how well we ran here. And then we go to Pomona. It wasn't like we missed a beat. And then it was like, all right, we're licking our chops. We got to get back to Phoenix. And it's they're very similar. And NHRA has done a really good job prepping these tracks, putting on a lot of close side-by-side racing for the fans. And, man, if you'd have seen this place Saturday and Sunday, it was packed. I mean, it was a, it was a sold-out crowd, unbelievable to race in front of a you know, packed house. And uh, that even gets you up more. All right, you talk about the stress. You've got uh, some time between now and Gainesville. Uh, you're going to go out and shoot some guns. Uh, is there anything else in the works for you to chill, or is it back at the shop taking orders from uh, the 16-timer? You know what? Uh, he rode out here with me, right? Oh. The last minute, decided he was going to jump the truck and ride with me. He was all excited. Uh, can't say I was, but he was. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of nice just to get out on the road and, and cruise and turn the music up. So he took a flight tonight. So tomorrow I get to cruise back to California by myself. Uh, 
listen to some music, not hear that dinger when he doesn't fasten his seatbelt for 20 miles. <laughs> but that's hey, that's true. Yes. The driver always controls the radio, but if a 16-timer sitting sitting next to you, does he control the radio? No. All he wants to do is talk. <laughs> he wants to turn the music down and talk. <laughs> Enjoy your greatness. peaceful ride home, uh, you two-time winner this year, you points leader. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Robert, as always, buddy, thank you for doing this, man. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Robert Height here in the Freak Nation. Always greatness when he rolls. Imagine that stat, man. You're sitting next to the 16-timer, and you're... Uh, John. John, put your seatbelt on. Please put your seatbelt on.